My name is Matthew Becker. I'm a husband, a level one CrossFit trainer, a CrossFit affiliate owner, personal trainer, Olympic lifting coach, lawyer, blogger, employer, mentor. Oh, and I own a retired racing greyhound. I have a lot on my plate and I gotta keep moving forward. In business, they say if you aren't growing, you are dying. So to keep moving forward, I have to improve by 1% every day. It's called the aggregation of marginal gains. It requires me to optimize my life as much as possible. On the Stronger Revolution podcast, I share strategies with you so that you can improve your life by 1% every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Stronger Revolution. Uh, This is episode number 23. I had kind of lost sight of the number of episodes that I was on uh, because I stopped announcing them at the beginning of episodes. But um, when I was preparing the folder to save today's podcast, I noticed that I'm up to number 23. So kind of cool. Before we get into today's topic, I also haven't asked for a while for you to please go out. If you're listening through iTunes, pause the episode, go subscribe, like it, uh, please leave a review so that others can see that I've got five stars and uh, what you have to say about the series that we talk about here on The Stronger Revolution uh, so that maybe they too will be then motivated to give it a listen. All right, on to uh, today's episode. This is actually going to be part one of a two-part series uh, that came to light sort of through um, a couple of discussions that I had with a few members uh, and remote clients. Uh, in addition, something else that we did here at Industrial Athletics, where I had, I had a lot of time to think about things to myself, which you'll understand in a moment. And these two concepts kind of came to mind, and then I started to put them together, and I, I think they're going to fit well together. There are two concepts that I wanted to discuss on this podcast anyway. I think now I finally figured out a way to put them together back to back. This episode today is going to be on staying present. Um, Staying present at the current moment and focusing on the current moment and grasping what is there and not focusing too much on the future or even the past. We're going to follow that up next time with an episode on overcoming adversity. So here's how these two concepts go together. Every December for, (laughs) I say that like every December, sorry, I should have started that sentence differently. For the last couple of Decembers, Industrial Athletics has attempted to give back through the Toys for Tots organization. And for those who are living in Pittsburgh and listening to this podcast, you are most likely familiar with um, the Stuff a Bus event that one of the local radio stations puts on every year following Thanksgiving, the week after Thanksgiving, sort of like that last week of November into first week of December. And the radio show sends two of its personalities to a big open 
parking lot and those personalities live literally in that parking lot for an entire week asking the whole city of Pittsburgh to bring toys and they stuff as many school buses as they can full of these toys and then they try to to beat their record every year and so a couple of years ago my head coach at the gen Jim Jen uh approached me and said hey can we try to get the membership to donate a bunch of toys and then we'll take them up and donate them for Toys for Tots. And I said, sure, no problem. Then last year, sort of as an incentive to get the membership to donate more toys, we started saying that for every dollar the membership raises in value of toys or donates in money, my head coach and I will do burpees. Well, little did we know how many this was going to be, especially when we redid it this year and everybody actually knew what was going on and knew that we were going to honor those burpees. Long story short, the Sunday after Thanksgiving or the the last Sunday, the so two Sundays after after Thanksgiving, um, my head coach and I ended up doing together each eighteen hundred burpees. If you're not familiar with a burpee, go Google it. Uh, you can see what it is, but basically you drop down onto the ground, you do a push-up, you stand up, you jump up in the air. We did this 18 times, or 1,800 times, I wish it was only 18 times. It took us approximately four hours and 10 minutes uh, with only stopping every so often for a brief break. Um, so that is when I had a lot of time to think about these two episodes and how we were going to put them together. And one of the ideas that came to mind while I was doing 1800 burpees is the importance of staying present in the moment, focusing only on what I am doing and not what I need to do. So at 7.35 a.m. on a Sunday morning, Jen and I hit our first burpee. We go down on the ground, we come up, we clap. We both, or I would say one, and she goes down, she comes up and claps. So we, go, we went back and forth, but then she says one, then I go back down and come up and say two. Had I focused on the fact that after one, I had 1,799 burpees left, and then after number two, I had 1,798 burpees left, etc., that 1,800 would have just been even more agonizing than it ended up being. So in the beginning, I was telling myself, only focus on the number in which you have to do. So only focus on number 22. Now only focus on number 23. And don't think I've got X number left. Don't think about what's to come in the future, how much this might start to hurt. How long are you going to be here? I have a really bad problem too whenever I work out to watch the clock a lot and start to Start kind of like do the math in my brain on how long something is going to take me based on how long something else just took me. So I would do things like find, my, find myself saying, well, it just took us um, a half an hour to do 400 burpees. So if it's taking us a half hour to do 400 and we have to do 1800, how many hours is it going to take us to hit 1800? Right? That's not a great concept to do in the middle of it because obviously it's going to be like, oh, wow, we're at four hours and we're only a half hour into this. So again, focusing too much on what's to come. Next time in the next episode, I'll use this same um, event to talk also about overcoming adversity. But for this one, we use this as, as an illustration of staying present. This followed a phone call that I had with one of my remote athletes 
where he raised the potential contradiction that I then came to recognize we may have from episodes 1 through 22 until we um, discuss that contradiction or misrepresentation today. Up to this point, the entire podcast has been about the aggregation of marginal gains, which is increasing 1% every day in an effort to reach your goals, which means we have to project a time within the future that we want to achieve a goal. Then we reverse engineer back and we determine what we have to do on a hourly, daily, weekly, monthly basis in order to achieve that goal. Some people may start to interpret this as being constantly focused on an end result instead of focusing on the present. And so what this individual asked me was, how do we reconcile these two concepts? How can I stay present and focus only on the present? And we'll talk about the advantages of doing that in a moment. While also staying focused on my plans for things to happen in the future. I believe that the two things have to exist together. It is impossible to live focused solely on the future and future plans. You're going to miss everything that's happening now. Additionally, it's impossible to focus only on now and not have any plans for what's to come. I have to have plans for what's to come. I have to know that I have an end result. I have to know that I have a meeting coming up next week that I may have to prepare for. So therefore, I have to make plans in order to prepare for that upcoming meeting. We have to plan for goals, and we have to make those plans. So how do we reconcile these two concepts? If we are focused solely upon the goals, then we're going to lose sight of the learning process. The actual end result of a goal is not the exciting an important part of goal setting. It's what you learn along the way that is ultimately going to be the building factor for you as an individual. That alone is something, again, we will talk a little bit more about in the next episode, but as it relates to here, the process of achieving the goal is what's important, which requires us to stay focused on what's happening now so that we don't lose sight of the learning process and what we can gather from our efforts to achieve a goal. We may not actually achieve the goal. That's not really that important. What's important is what we learn about ourselves, about life, about things that we can and can't do as we're attempting to achieve that, achieve that goal. Another reason that it's so important to be able to focus on the presence is because of the concept of fear. I think I've mentioned this once or twice before in the podcast, but fear is a very strong motivator for humans. The fear of something happening can very much motivate us to do or not to do something. However, fear is nothing more than a projection of something that might happen in the future. It is impossible to be fearful of something in the present. Because in the present, it's happening right now. And so we can't be afraid of it. Because fear is a future pro projection. So while we may have future goals, 
we can't be fearful of our efforts to achieve those goals. We have to be stay present now on what we need to do today because then we don't have to worry about fear. Similarly, by focusing on the present, we can also reduce our stress. Just as there is no fear in the present, you could equally say there is no stress in the present because when it's present, you have to address it. It doesn't matter whether or not you want to. It doesn't matter how bad it's going to be. It is present. You have to address it. Stress is typically caused by trying to control the future outcome of something over which we don't actually have any control. So once again, this concept of planning and moving toward goals and focusing only on things that are going to happen in the future is going to cause things like stress and anxiety and fear. And so by focusing on the present of what's happening now, we can remove a lot of that fear and we can remove a lot of that stress. So how do we reconcile this need to stay present while also planning for our goal achievement? Well, staying present does not mean avoiding future plans. I think that's where the confusion can start to lie, right? Staying present means focusing on what's happening now because you've taken steps for the future. So how do we do this? First, we have to accept those things that we actually do and do not control. This is a, a very big stoic concept where the Stoics believed that the only true thing that we controlled was our decisions and our responses, essentially what goes on in our head. We absolutely can't change the past. That has come and gone. There is nothing we can do to change about that. We can learn from it in order to adjust our present and future actions, but we can't change it. So there's no real reason to worry too much about it. Learn from it and move on. Also, we don't really have any control over what's going to happen in the future. Regardless of how much prep time we take in something now, we can't actually control the outcome in the future. We can predict it. and We can use the past to make present predictions of what we think are going to happen in the future, and some of those predictions may turn out to be correct, but we can't actually control what's going to happen in the future. And if you don't believe me, test this. Think about something that is going to come up in the future. Take out a pen and pad and write down what you think is going to happen. Be as detailed as you can possibly be about what you think is going to happen and how you think it's going to go and what you think people are going to say and how you think you're going to feel at that moment. And then when that event actually happens afterwards, Pull that back out, reread it, and see if you were right. I'm willing to bet maybe you hit the nail on the head and you got it right. But if you do this two or three different times, especially about things that you're doing for the very first time, I can almost guarantee you you're going to be wrong because you cannot predict the future. It's a waste of time. You can't control it. Stop trying to worry about it. So first, give up trying to control the past and the future. That's going to help you stay present right now. Next, utilize your calendar and reminders. 
I think this is the biggest place where we can blend these two concepts of planning for the future and trying to reach a goal while also staying present. This was the analogy I used or the example that I used while talking to my remote client on the phone. Just because I'm staying present now doesn't mean I'm not planning for something coming up in the future. But because I'm organized with a calendar and I'm organized with reminders, I can set things out into a calendar or I can put things down on a to-do list or I can set a reminder to come up later and then I don't have to think about it anymore. I'll use this a lot when I have to try to get to sleep at night. If I lay down to go to bed and then maybe while I'm laying there trying to go to sleep, something pops into my head like, oh shoot, I got to do this the next day. I could sit there and get all anxious and stressed out about it, trying to make sure that I don't forget it again. Or what I can do is I can put this in a calendar, I can write it down, and then I can forget about it. Because here and now, it doesn't matter what's to come in the future, because I just wrote it down. It's going to remind me again in the future when I actually need it. So one of the ways that we can do this with our calendar is we can take the things that we need to do in the future and we can kind of break them down into one of two categories. One being what I would call a no prep appointment. So an appointment could be anything. It doesn't have to be like a meeting or anything like that, but just anything that we need to do in the future. If there's no preparation work involved and I just need a reminder, then I schedule it and I forget about it. I don't have to worry about it coming up in the future. It's already on my schedule. The schedule is going to remind me at some point, and then I can start thinking about it again. But until then, I can now focus on the present. The other um, potential is that it is a prep appointment. So we had no prep appointments. This one is a prep appointment. This means that it's not enough just to put that appointment out onto the future. I also have to be prepared for it. So what do I do? I put the appointment on the calendar in the future. I schedule the prep work and then I forget about it. If it's something that I need a couple of days to prepare for, then a couple of days in advance of the appointment, I'm going to set a reminder to start prepping for it. I don't have to worry about whether or not it's up to come and whether or not I'm going to be properly prepared because I've already scheduled out that prep work. Let's say it's a meeting, right? Um, I have a meeting with a client and the client has a whole bunch of questions for me about how to do this or that. I know that's coming up. I don't have to worry about whether or not that's I'm going to be prepared for that meeting Saturday night while I'm trying to enjoy dinner with my wife. I know that that meeting is coming up next Wednesday. So Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to go onto my calendar and I'm going to put in my calendar prep for meeting with blah. I don't have to th- worry about making sure that I'm prepared because Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to get that reminder and then I can start preparing for it. And then I put away my prep work and I don't worry about the meeting until the next day because it's already there and it's already scheduled. The third way by which we can make sure that we're staying present while also having things ready to go in the future is to utilize something like a journal. So when you're anxious about something, utilize the journal to help you focus your thoughts and your energy. So let's say I'm... I'm nervous about an upcoming appointment and I can't stop thinking about it. 
So it's really hard for me to focus on what I'm doing right now because I'm so worried about whatever is going to come up in the future. Maybe it's a job interview or maybe it's a difficult discussion that I know I'm going to have with a client. One, remember that I can't control how that discussion is going to go. Two, I've got it on my calendar that the discussion is coming up, so I don't have to worry about remembering it. I'm going to be reminded about it when it's time for it in the future. But if I'm still nervous about it and I'm still thinking about it and it's still distracting me from staying present now, then it can be very helpful to sit down, take out a journal, and start writing things down about my thoughts and feelings about what is going to happen in the future. We can go back to that test that I mentioned a few minutes ago. Write down what I think is going to happen and then reflect on what actually happened once the event takes place. And over this practice, I can learn and remind myself that it's frivolous to worry about how something is going to go because I have no control over it, nor do I actually know. The second thing that you can do, and I got this concept from Jason Kalipa's book, uh, The AMRAP Mentality, is to take out your journal and make two lists. When it comes to this upcoming event that you're anxious about, make one list of everything about this event that you cannot control and make another list about everything coming up to this event that you can control. Then, whether you want to do this symbolically or actually, rip out the page of items that you can't control and throw that away because there ain't nothing you can do about it and only focus on the things that you can control. And if you do this, what you'll find is that the list of things that you can control is probably going to be significantly shorter than the list of things that you cannot control. Once you've focused on the things that you can control, then you can start doing things like scheduling, preparation, journaling again about now how you plan on doing something so that you've written it down, it's out of your brain, and you can forget about it because you can come back when it becomes relevant in the future and reflect upon it. So try those three tactics to help you stay focused in the present because that's going to allow you to absorb more of what's going on. You're going to learn and enjoy a lot more of what's going on now. You're not going to have as much fear, anxiety, or stress because you're only worried about what you can control, which is right now, not what's potentially going to come up in the future when nine times out of 10, you're going to be wrong about how that's going to play out anyway. To end with a quote today, we're going to quote Marcus Aurelius, who is one of the three uh, primary Stoic writers. Um, he wrote a lot in his book called The Meditations, which were actually just his written down thoughts uh, about various concepts of Stoicism. They, he didn't intend on anybody ever actually reading it. It was his own journal for future reflections. But what it has become is a book of explaining Stoic concepts. And so Marcus Aurelius says here, quote, Don't let your reflection on the whole sweep of life crush you. Don't fill your mind with all the bad things that might still happen. Stay focused on the present situation and ask yourself why it's so unbearable and can't be survived, end quote. We'll talk next time 
about overcoming adversity, which is going to probably be a pretty big episode. In the meantime, if you ever have any questions about anything, let me know. Um, If any of these concepts ever start to confuse you, question me about them because I'm happy to explain them or like today, do a future episode um, so that everybody can have that little bit of, of misinterpretation cleared up. As always, thank you for listening and I will talk to you guys soon.